Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. First, I'll tell you about J.B. Weld. Big or small repairs, home or garage, ordinary household glue. It's got the word ordinary in it. You need something strong. You need something better. You need J.B. Weld. We're proud to have J.B. Weld Epoxy Adhesive as a sponsor. I use it at home. I use it in the garage. I use it in the shop. I use it in the studio. I use it everywhere. J.B. Weld. Put it in your toolbox, kitchen drawer, craft room. And now they make everything. They made pretty much like a two-part epoxy metal repair product that I used in the garage way back in the day. And now they make everything, and it's all good, and it's all made in the USA. Metal, wood, plastic, whatever you want, whatever you need to put together. Don't glue it. JB Weld it. Available at jbweld.com. Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone. Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, Napa Auto Parts, and more. Just $25, you get wine and gifts. Ace's favorite stuff for products from ACS. Every single month, you get the drink you choose. It's hard to beat cool stuff and booze. Adam's Monthly Nut. You heard, Dick. It's time for the third month of Adam's Monthly Nut. This month's shipment includes a bottle of Vinny's Pure Vitamin Ultra Salt Hangover Cure, four, count them, four sample bags of Country Archer Jerky, including original turkey, mango habanero, and teriyaki, an Olga Cha-Cha-Cha Blue Apron, and of course, a bottle of your choice. This $60 value is yours for only 25 bucks. Sign up for one month or keep the shipments coming. So prep your mail's box and get ready for Adam's Monthly Nut. Hurry, we will sell out. Hey everyone, it's Adam Carolla and welcome to another episode of Going Racing, the show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, and biggest celebrities in the automotive world. And now... A little conversation I had with Matt, the moderator, about my newest acquisition, the Paul Newman Porsche. Okay. I think in between podcasts, you need to allow yourself a little bit more buffer time so you can check car auctions and bring a trailer. (laughs) There's not enough. In between, you pop out, you're like... What's what happened? I bring a trailer. What happened here? What what's going on with this auction? What's the well, there's not enough time. There's never enough time. I got an email from Les, <laughs> and I, I will get emails from Les where he'll go. Um, can you forward this invoice to Linda? I scroll right past those, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll get the one where he'll go like, "Do you have an extra Roadster block?" I scroll right past those. Yeah. But once in a while, I get one from Les where it goes, I got a Newman car. Yeah. And then I go, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I call him back immediately. And be like, I don't. I have an invoice instead. <laughs> well, if he were smart, that's how he'd <laughs> yeah, do yeah, it. That's... But he's not shrewd enough for that. <laughs> so he just he found a Newman car, which is a – I have a, – there's, there's – the Newman cars can be broken into a few – 
Uh, well, there's a bunch of categories. So let, let's see if we can figure it out, and then we can kind of figure out what's most interesting. So there's the early iteration stuff, like the TR6, mm-hmm. which we own, like the 510, which was destroyed essentially. But I have the logbook for it, but it was uh, destroyed yeah. and, and naturally aspirated 240Zs and stuff that I don't have mm-hmm. those cars. Then there's like your C production stuff that the nut job on the East Coast has, which yeah. is like 280Z. Those cars are not I, – I don't know. You tell me. I find a 510 in full race trim to be very aesthetically pleasing. I like the way those cars yeah. look. And then there's sort of the top of the food chain, the 935s and the 2 plus 2 turbo cars, yeah, yeah. big slicks. And I like those as well. The aesthetic that I probably least like are like the C production Z, which is like 14 inch by six inch rims, right. has a little bit of a stock, a little showroom stock to it, even though it's a full blown race car, yeah. but it's naturally aspirated. And it's like a little, neither fish nor fowl. Like it, it, it I don't know what group you would, I know what group you would run it in, but you'd be up against Decon Monza's and 935s yeah, and yeah. you wouldn't be yeah. that competitive. You, It's too much car to run with the B sedans and the alphas yeah. and the five tens. So that's uh, obviously today, vintage racing today, there was a place for it. Before yeah. C that, production. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I, uh, right. And th- those cars for me are a little less wow factor. Like sort of when you get up on them and you see them in person, they look a little skinny. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, the, yeah. the wheels are a little skinny or yeah. something. Um, the car that uh, less is, looking for and it's 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 in a million pieces and i think it just has the the tube frame but uh there was a class of newman cars in between that sort of c production car and the gt1 cars that i have okay there was a 280zx turbo there's a couple of those this is the one those are the cars that Electromotive would dominate yeah. with. Yeah, what years? Those would have been like 83, 82, okay. yeah, 83, yeah. in between the 79, yeah. 80 sort of C production stuff, and then the mid-80s, 84, 85, yeah. GT1, there was the Turbo 280Zs, a Turbo Straight 6. Yeah. Some of them and your three hundreds, your champion, your GT yeah, champion. In between those two, there some of them were tub cars, and and, the, and one or two were probably full tube frame cars. We saw on the internet somebody shot us an Instagram or something of one of those things being shaken out about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a turbo two eighty ZX. Yeah. Probably tub car, but big tire, big turbo. So a fun car, and I don't have any of those. Yeah. So Why not? Well, they don't make many of them. <laughs> There's a couple of guys who have them. I, I don't know that they want to sell them. Yeah. And the car less is found. It's just uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tube frame car, so you have the frame, yeah. 
and uh, you know various bits and pieces go along with it, but it's it's a it's a mess. I and, mean, it's and, not a finished then, product. And then there's this category of Newman cars where he's driven them once or twice, and here and there the Ferrari then there's, we heard about. Then there's a weirder top of the food chain, which is a spice Oldsmobile powered C, not C production, but C uh, class or whatever different different class. Group C versus C production. That's yeah. what I want to say. C production is kind of low food chain. Group C is top food chain stuff. And he drove it at Daytona one time or whatever. There's yeah. like a few of those cars out there. Yeah. When are we going to get into this? When are we going to talk about this car that's in the mail? Um, <laughs> On its way. Do we wait till it gets here? Oh, the uh, the Porsche. The Porsche. Yeah. No, I think we can talk about that car. I'm I'm fine with talking about that car. Uh I, I'm excited to uh, receive that car. I can tell you guys, since we're on the subject, we're going to be in Portland, World of Speed Motorsports Museum. Wait, am I going to be there or are you going to be there? We both we're gonna both going to be there. And uh, Together. you know who else is going to be there? <laughs> Mario Andretti. So yeah, we're going to be is. doing a live podcast or car cast there with Mario, and that'll yeah. be August 30th. There's a car show. There's a car show. Bring your cars. Bring your cars. Bring stick around for us. Bring your ears and your cars, and uh, we will be there with uh, Mar Andretti August 30th. So there's that. There's the Porsche. Want to talk about the Porsche? I do want to talk about the Porsche. First, I'll tell you about JB Weld. Big or small repairs, home or garage, ordinary household glue. It's got the word ordinary in it. You need something strong. You need something better. You need J.B. Weld. We're proud to have J.B. Weld Epoxy Adhesive as a sponsor. I use it at home. I use it in the garage. I use it in the shop. I use it in the studio. I use it everywhere. J.B. Weld. Put it in your toolbox, kitchen drawer, craft room. And now they make everything. They made pretty much like a two-part epoxy metal repair product that I use in the garage way back in the day. And now they make everything, and it's all good, and it's all made in the USA. Metal, wood, plastic, whatever you want, whatever you need to put together. Don't glue it. JB Weld it. Available at jbweld.com. Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, Napa Auto Parts, and more. All right. So there's a Porsche which is an interesting piece. It's a 74. It was... It's a 911S. 911S, 74, was converted with the big fenders and big flares and and all that stuff. If you watch the Newman dock, you can see him driving. It's sort of home movie footage of him driving it around at Willow Springs and he's coming back into the pit and he's starting it up and then taking off again. And you can see it coming around the corner. They even have some in-car footage of him driving it around Willow. It was a Porsche Audi sponsored, like Beverly Hills Porsche Audi. Yeah, yeah, Beverly Hills. (laughs) And I think uh, Bill Freeman was the the partner's name on it. Kind of to be fair... If you look at it now, it says Newman Freeman, like racing, like on the 
sun, yeah, sun on the, on shield the window on the window yeah. sticker up top. If you look at stuff from the day, it just says Bill Freeman. On there. <laughs> I don't know. Newman's name keeps getting grafted on to yeah, stuff. It wasn't on. It's fine. Wasn't on before. <laughs> but Newman's name was on the car. Uh, Newman drove it. I I think the story is he drove it officially at Sebring. Yes. With Freeman. They came in, uh, that would have been 77 Sebring. They came in 30th overall and I think 11th in the GT class. So nothing spectacular, but they finished a 12-hour endurance race. And Sebring, God, when you look at some of those races back in the day, they'd have 75 cars would, yeah, would yeah. enter that race. So 25 wouldn't finish or whatever. So, you know, nothing glorious, but ran Sebring, finished Sebring. Did the twelve hours? Came in eleventh in uh, in the GT category with Newman and Freeman driving. Evidently, and as documented in winning the racing life of Paul Newman, when he came out to the West Coast, they'd take that car out, take it to Willow Springs, and he'd go do some laps. In yeah. It. So I don't know if he was using it to prepare for Sebring. I don't know if he was using it to kind of get used to a rear engine car. I don't know if he was just having fun at Willow while he'd be out here filming a movie or something. They'd bring that car out. But that was sort of, I guess, his kind of uh, West Coast knock-around track yeah. car. So we've got documentation and proof and video and, and stuff of of Newman being in this car, racing this car, having seat time in this car. But the logbooks really come down to like the one real race. Um, but that being said, this car has quite a bit of racing experience. Not necessarily the best results, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but for many years, this car was, was raced by a, a couple of different teams. Um, and uh, it's it's restored back in the Newman Freeman livery. It is white with uh, I want to say pink and something stripes on it. It's uh, it's very of the time, like it's very seventies. It's got it's got kind of that camel GT pace car vibe to it, which is like it's yeah. very era specific. This like a pink and a brown and yeah. an orange. I want to say it's probably three ninety five ish horse. Does that sound right? Probably under four. I, I I'd say three ninety five. I don't know. That might be a little generous in that motor. I'd I'd have it closer to like three fifty. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. I, I I don't know what the naturally aspirated kind of vintage Porsche you know I mean I know guys are taking RSRs and and boring them and stroking them and making big cheater motors yeah, yeah, and yeah. kicking I don't know the that. shit out of them. But I, I tend to think this one's closer to three than it is to yeah. four um i i think it was uh advertised at uh at 395 but that could have been the race spec in its day not necessarily right now yeah or <laughs> maybe it does it. i don't it's know a good looking it's a good looking car and uh and it's it's gonna be on a truck soon on its way from uh from the southeast and on its way and here, it, and it'd the newest be, car in the collection. It'd be a fun car to uh, take to the track. And, you know, the guys at Laguna Seca who drive those RSRs, uh, like the Hotchkiss brothers and stuff like that, they get around that track just fine yeah. in those cars. Yeah. They're fast. 
and it's probably not as good on a big track like Road Atlanta, but a, a, a track more like Laguna Seca. There's no reason why you can't get that car in there and, and hang with some of the big boys because they handle, they have a lot of rubber, and they're a little lower horsepower, but but they're higher high winding and, yeah. and they work. And that in that big group with the nine thirty fives and the Monza and all that, it you're you're definitely not at the front of that pack. You just don't have the horsepower for it. You're not, but, but you you can be you can hang in the top ten if, if as long uh, as you get in front of that really loud RX seven. <laughs> the one RX seven that's screaming. Yeah. Screaming. It doesn't look like it's going real fast, but it sounds like a banshee out there. Is that guy in our class? I think he is. I think I've seen him in that class. Because uh, the M1 Pro cars. Oh, I think <laughs> that guy or those guys are going off the next day with the Turbo Z cars and yeah, the -car Whistler Mustangs and the, Capri the Roush Capris. I think in the Oldsmobile Cutlasses. I think those guys are in the Sunday run group. Hmm. I think that, I think. What were you racing when you race against him? Max Zapata. You got to look at uh, run group 5B for uh, Laguna Seca last year. I get people say, well, not people, but some people would always go, What's what's the schedule? What's the schedule? What's the schedule? And then I'd go, I don't know. They go, well, they haven't put the schedule out. And I go, I know. Just look at last year. If they do it the same every <laughs> year. Like why yeah. you don't it's need that? You don't need a bunch of answers for yeah. when is the schedule coming out. Just go back, look at last year, and that's yeah. the schedule for this year. That's how they they do it. Yeah. And last year you ran the Z car because we did the the show with uh, Nissan. Right. And then the year before that was the 935. Right. And this year will be the 935. That is correct. And and hopefully we have our extensive suspension issues yeah, solved. I'm yeah. I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed. But I'll bet you if you look in Sunday's run group B, you should see a bunch of uh Roush Mustangs and a 300ZX Millen car and some oh God, some cars of that nature, more modern ish, uh probably some Oldsmobile cutlet cut lie. And uh and I, I do think that, I think you'll see that R X seven in that group. Yeah. That's you could probably end up finding just looking for the R X seven in Monterey and yeah. this guy will come up. Yeah, the R X sevens are I learned it at a very young age. I had a well not a very young age. I had a friend named John, and he had a stepdad named Jim. And Jim was a good dude, and he had a VW bus, and he was a real competitive cyclist. He liked to ride his bike. He rode his bike to, to work. Like, he was one of these guys that lived in North Hollywood, and he, like, worked in Northridge, and he rode his bike, his 10-speed, like, every yeah. single day, just, like, uh, 21 miles like yeah. just there and back you know like it was that dude okay. but he was a good dude and as you know my dad was a sea sponge like there's nothing to do <laughs> with my dad but I would go motorcycle riding with Chris Bohm's dad he would take us yeah. out to the desert you know or I would I went to the Long Beach Grand Prix when they ran F1 with with Jim yeah. and, and John you know yeah, yeah. like other people's dads or stepdads would go oh I'll go to the 
Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. Come with me. You know, yeah. I go, okay. Yeah. And Sounds I, good. I, 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 my shitty parents wouldn't give me $4 for a hot dog. I just go and like, that poor guy had to pay for everything, you know? <laughs> my parents are such sacks of shit. Anyway, um, I went to the, um, six hour Los Angeles Times Grand Prix at Riverside. Mm. Like in like 1982 or something like that. By the way, that's the one where Rolf Stumlin died in his 935, I think in like 83. I could have been there. I don't know, 82, 83, yeah, or yeah. somewhere in there. And um, I stood on the bridge on like the back straight. I just have these sort of vague memories of it. And, and al- along that straight... The turbo 935 Porsches would come by. I don't know. Probably Ralph Stumlin and his 935 Porsche. And those things would just be going 200 miles an hour. And they'd just be going. (laughs) They just sound like a spaceship going by. And then an RX-7 would come by. It's just screaming for And it was going like 136 (laughs) miles an hour. But it was like screaming. I holding my ears. (laughs) And I'm, I remember that's I, like I remember at that point going, oh, that's all I need to know about Porsches and Mazdas. <laughs> <laughs> the Mazda was absolutely screaming, yeah. and the Porsche was just sound like a a vacuum cleaner, like in the next room with the door closed. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was just hauling ass. Oh my gosh! And and seeing them up at Monterey now, and you see that car, you hear it coming. And you're like, this thing's going to be flying around the corner. And the guy drives it hard, but it's not really flying around. Not compared to the, all the cars that just went in front of him. Well, they <sighs> did. They won some races for sure. And and let's not forget our, our good buddy uh, Tommy Kendall. Tommy Kendall. Has a, one of those. And he's putting it back together or yeah. has put it back together. Maybe it's going to come out this year. He keeps the featured mark is IMSA. So he I keeps thought the plan was. threatening to do it. I don't yeah, know who he's going to pay to drive that thing because he can't. That's too much car for Kevin. Too much car for That's too TK. much car for TK. <laughs> Max Patty, do you find out where an RX-7 would be at? I, well, I'm looking at 2018. They, uh, the WeatherTech Raceway, their website's all weird right now, and it's all page not found with with uh, with all of the uh, oh. the lineup. Okay, so, so we're trying to find old maybe, emails. Maybe start with the RX-7. Just search for RX-7 Monterey. Okay. And because it's very likely like this particular one we're talking about is the one that's going to come up. I got a vexing question uh, for you. Yeah. I want to know a couple things. I'm driving, sorry, the Infiniti QX80, which is a big truckster. Yeah. And I'm digging sitting up high. And I really, I got my, uh, I got the girls in there. I took Natalia and two of her friends to uh, Malibu last weekend and felt kind of good to everyone, everyone to like pile in versus squeeze yeah, in. Very easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And step down when he got out and they all just piled in and they're like, oh, there's TV sets and the headrest and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, we just had a nice, comfortable family truckster kind of kind of ride out to the out to the beach. Um I got into it this morning and I had a radio interview to do. And so I got in, I hit dial, I started driving because the way my schedule is, is I pack everything into everything. So if you want to do a radio interview, that'll be in my car on my way to somewhere. Sure. And 
I noticed as I turned the phone on and hooked it up to the Bluetooth or whatever it was, I noticed the, like this sort of like a sound of like a fan, like, you know, and I was like, yeah. oh, I don't want that for the guy. So I hit like, turn the fan down. I turned the fan yeah, down. Yeah, and it was the like, AC. yeah. And then I was like, I'm still hearing this fan buzz. So I was like, all right, I'm turning the, I'm turning the, the climate control off. I'm turning everything off. And I was like, turn it all off. I just heard this. And I was like, there's no defroster going. There's the, yeah. the system is shut. There's not. I'm what? Where's this coming from? And then the whole interview, I was just obsessed with the dashboard. Yeah, trying to hit like different buttons to get. I was turning mm. the thing, every knob down, everything off. Everything's off. Nothing's lit up. No anything. And it's this buzz of a fan. It's the cooled seats. Maybe you can hear the seats. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Maybe I didn't shut the seats. Maybe it's I was so seat. obsessed with the system. Yeah, because when everything's super quiet, you can hear air blowing through the seats. Ah, that's Try why that. you're the motorator. <laughs> Max Pata says what? <laughs> uh, well, I was looking at, there's someone took a picture of uh, one of them in uh, 2016, but that was a 1992 car, so there's no way it could have been that, so I, I took it off your screen. Older. I think the car is white and blue. But the, yeah, on, there was an on, RX-7. It was a 1992 car. Yeah, so here. Yeah, I'll that can be, that can be in the B run. That that can. So uh, this oh. says it was in Group Five B. That's what the caption of this right. same. But then I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, no way. So it's not the one I was yeah. thinking of. No, no, that that's we're looking at a Group C type yeah, car. Yeah, we're but, looking for but, a sports car. We're looking for an RXM. But but Max Pata, it can be a 1992 car. Why can't it be a 1992 car? I th- I thought in Group Five B, it's it's uh like 60s. 60s, oh, there's 70s. A like there's like a year. There's no, a year. No, 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 it shouldn't be. It uh, unless we're talking. Unless I got my groups screwed up, and you're talking about Trans Am. Sorry, but no, ninety two would be the year of the the Mazda RX seven. Okay, then, but that the one I put up was not the one you're thinking. You're not of. looking at RX seven. That's a that's that's yeah. The cap the caption says a nineteen ninety two Mazda RX seven driven by Weldon Muncy from Irvine. In group five. Yeah, we're B. looking for more like a sports car. It's going to look like a street car, not a crazy. I don't uh, know why they labeled what we just saw in RX7. I don't know. Yeah. I, it, it's it's powered. It's got the same power yeah. plant, but that was a full. That was a full like prototype. Um, yeah, that's why I took it off your screen. <laughs> yeah, no, All I gotcha. Right. But uh, ninety two will be fine. Okay, unless I got my groups screwed up, and sometimes they move them around. So don't get married to five B, but. It'll be the group that yeah. goes off at 2 o'clock on Sunday that we try to avoid. All right. Continental O-E-T-S. You can find weird things in your car, not just petrified French fries or melted crayons, live snakes, weird, bizarre trinkets, stuff that makes you wonder, what the hell are folks thinking when they're driving? Anyway, you can also find Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. Continental is launching a new aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. Fanatically engineered for a perfect fit. Form and function for over 98% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and in Canada. Continental. OE Technology Series Multi V Belt. The belt with the OE pedigree. Get the full story at OE Technology Series.com. That's OE Technology Series.com. Chris, I just sent you a link to your phone. Mm. 
That's why they call them good mats. And it might help you on the car that I believe we are talking about. And this is what I Google searched. I searched loud RX-7 at Rolex Historics. Wow. <laughs> and, and you uh, got something good. And all the pictures came up. And you tell me this is, this, this is what we're thinking of. So, uh, and I'm pretty sure that guy don't run in my group because my group is like 73 through 81 and that guy's driving like an 89 or a 92 or whatever it is. He doesn't run in my group for the same reason Steve Millen doesn't run in that group. But you've run against him in something. I, I will, if, if that's your memory... I will not deny you. Did we bring that memory? The Oldsmobile out once. Did That's a possibility. It? Yeah. That's a possibility. All right. I remember sitting up on top of the uh, the suite with Sonny and Sonny flinching every time the RX-7 comes screaming around the corner, and he's like, "Why is that one so loud?" I said, "Because it's trying the hardest, Sonny." <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should be a little louder, son. <laughs> there. So, you go. 2017's results are still up on on the website. Okay. So. Uh, I have Joel Miller, number 62, which is the car that you sent me, Matt. Yeah. Uh, out of Irvine, he's in 7B. 7B. That's a 1973. B is always Sunday, though. Okay, 7B. Yeah. And who else is running in that group or what else? Roush Mustangs, Capris, 300ZX turbos. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Show us Pontiac the car. Firebird. Let's make sure we got the right. Yeah. That's the that's the group we're yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. It's a cool piece. It is a cool piece. Uh uh but again that 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 is the B run group. Yeah. Look at the tire he got in the back. He got some meat. Oh, there. it's got some big fat meat. Yeah. It got some big f- That car is fun to watch though. That guy drives it. Oh, that guy's hauling ass. So much he, fun to watch. He his best laps a 131.6. Yeah. That's yeah. that's moving. We're joking about it, but it's not slow. It's it that this guy moves this thing around the track a lot. Like oh, it's, anybody it's, anybody it's, it's, in the sub 135s is is driving. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. And that's a crazy category to be in, you know, the Firebirds and the Mustangs and the Cutlass, see there's the Cutlass and the the Camaros and stuff. Like it's a cool it's a cool, fast class. Yeah, it's a class, fast class. So this Porsche. I, I, before you get into it, I will say I found this before you texted me, Matt. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I know. And I don't want that to, your text to negate all the things that I, I found. Listen, bad, Chris. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, what if we hire another guy named Chris? That's true. Yeah, he's to, already prepared. We want to prepare. <laughs> oh man. That's why I see what I do is I I look down the road. I prepare. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Going Racing. New episodes available every week on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. 